Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. You heard from him this past Monday, and I am pleased to be welcoming back Tony Martinetti to the show. Tony, welcome back, my friend. Thrilled to be back. Man, I, I'm super excited. When we have uh, another leadership coach on the show, we're always able to dive into a, a different aspect of what your journey looked like, the way you're helping other leaders, and then, of course, the action steps. And these action steps are always going to be awesome and really can get tactical with it. And we we mentioned just slightly that you have a leadership assessment on your website that kind of sets the course for inspired leadership and lets us see where on the leadership journey we are and what we're doing that maybe could use some improvement. But I want to give the audience an opportunity to hear directly from you. Like, what's that great action, that tactical step that they can take to find that inspired purpose for themselves. Yeah, I love that you bring this up because I think that the leadership assessment is really a powerful tool to get things going. And it really gives people like a baseline for getting into the world of getting on the right path. And what I often say with, with people is that if you're feeling that element of being stuck or not sure where to go next, first thing to do is don't panic, you know, take a step back and, you know, allow yourself to take a pause and survey the, the landscape, right? I call it, you know, expand your vision, narrow your focus, because you have to step back and look around and see what's around you. And when you're looking around, you're also taking inventory. You're thinking, what do I have? Where am I coming from? Where are the things that, that I've got in my tool case, if you will, that I'm taking with me as I go into this next step of my life, of my work, whatever it may be that your challenge is ahead of you. And then before you step into action and do the next thing, you're also thinking, what's the future look like? What's on the horizon? Have I thought about what it is that I really, really want to see in the future? So you're future orientating. And then you're coming back into the present and saying, given all the things that I've collected, what is the action that is going to move forward? And that's where we get into this thing called narrowing your focus, which is to say, what is the next step that I'm going to do? Not all the steps. I have to decide what is the next step. So expand your vision, narrow your focus. This exercise is really powerful, especially when you're feeling stuck, because oftentimes we get stuck in this looking at the same wall. So, so that's yeah, a little bit I, of action. And then when people come into my world, I often ask them, you know, hey, let's have a conversation about what that looks like for you. I love that aspect. And, and it brings back something from the military. We called it SEALs, stop, look, listen, where it's like mm -hmm. that tactical pause, right? I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we're head down in the trenches, just like, let's beat our head against the wall until we get there, forgetting that there's over the wall, under the wall, to the right, to the left. There are different ways to go about the things, but we can't exactly. do that without really taking that tactical pause, right? You got it. Exactly. I love that you bring that in. I might have to borrow that from you. <laughs> I mean, steal it and, and appropriate it, my friend. I didn't come up with it. You know, all this is stuff that the correlation of like lessons from the battlefield to the boardroom, it just always amazes me because as people talk about stuff like that, it's like, man, we do it in the military. But again, that's like the science. People forget the art of actually applying it into what we're doing in the moment. And again, we get in the trenches so far. And a lot of it is, I love what you're talking about having that like broad view 
and then really narrowing the focus down, do you really focus on like goal setting and, and setting like that target out there? How do you go about having that really broad view of like what you want to accomplish? Yeah. I love that you say this because I think there's an element of goal setting, but it's not like you got to, before you rush to goal setting, you got to get really clear about what it is that you are looking to do first and make sure you've exhausted the ability to see what is the possibility first. And it really depends on what the situation is. But I mean, most of the times we just think like, oh, it's another nail. So I just get my hammer and just hammer that. And so be careful because like, like you said, there might be another way of looking at the situation. And if you also feel so stuck, like I often find situations where, you know, competitive pressure is what you're battling against. And so the first thing people think is like, we need to have a better product to battle the competitor. Well, maybe it's not that maybe what you need to do is you need to have a, you know, collaborate with your competitor, find a way to expand the pie, expand the the pool. You know, I, one of my favorite sayings is to say, you know, that amateurs compete and professionals create. So if you find a way to get beyond the competitor game and instead think bigger and create with your competitors, whoever that may be, then what happens is you get to see a bigger game that you're playing. I love that. And a big piece of it, and this is, again, another lesson from the battlefield where I've shifted it because in entrepreneurship, there's so much analysis paralysis, right? Or Mm. perfection paralysis, I've heard it called. And it's one of those where in the military, we're always taught, you know, you you get ready, you take aim, and then you fire. And a big piece of where I've tried to turn that upside down is especially, and I think COVID outlines it so perfectly, sometimes you get ready, you fire, and then you take aim where you shoot your shot Mm -hmm. and then you just pivot a little bit, little small incremental movements that really move the needle, right? Mm -hmm. How do you help clients overcome that as they're working with you where they're just overly analyzing something or like, I'm stuck here. And you're like, yeah, because you're not doing anything. You're just looking at it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of feeds back to this idea of like, you know, you can collect all the knowledge in the world, but if you're not doing anything with it, then it really is useless. So you need to have knowledge perceive action. And action is the key word here because you've got to do something. You know, it came from the world of biotech was my prior life. I did finance and biotech and we did experiments. And one of the things about the experience is that you never know what's going to work out. I mean, there's, you know, you got to be super resilient in an industry because failures happen all the time. You do your best with what you know. And then once you do that experiment, then what happens is you learn and then you move back into the lab and you figure out again. And so I think that applies here in the sense that like you, you got to put something into, into action, into play, try it. And if it doesn't work out, what do you learn? And then what do you do next? But I think, you know, oftentimes we get so paralyzed by the fact that it needs to be perfect before we start any action. And that's not right. Yeah. Cause you, you strive for that perfection and in the process you lose authenticity, right? Like it's like, yeah. oh, it's gotta be perfect in this Instagram world. And it's like, yeah, that's not me anymore. Cause I have 18 <laughs> filters on and it covered up the tattoos and I covered up the earrings and that's not me anymore. And you lose that yeah. aspect. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you might see my videos on social media and they're definitely not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I love, I mean, you look at like some of the greatest entrepreneurs, you look at like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. right? He has some of the biggest shit audio and I have a production company that focuses on better audio. And then he releases this stuff that's like, 
him in a taxi or him in an airplane. It's the worst audio you could ever, but it's like brilliant content that he's talking about. I'm like, Gary, you're ruining this for me, but that's what people want. They want that like in the moment authenticity because that's what people are going to vibe off of. That's what people are going to relate to the most. Yeah, I hear you 100%. And that's what cuts through the noise. It's not, you know, putting on the show or putting on, you know, a good look. It's about really speaking to people. And if I were to get a little bit more, you know, hippy dippy up there is you want to speak to someone's soul. Like when you do, and you know that you've connected with them on a deep level, then they're your people, they're your tribe, and they're the people who you're meant to be with. And oftentimes people try to speak to everyone and they're not speaking to the people that they really need to. So it's that signal to noise ratio we need to cut through. And when you do, it's pure gold. Yeah, 100% agree with you, man. I love that. And obviously, this is these are things that you help people with through your book, your podcast, obviously, your coaching. I want to remind everybody, where can they find the book, figure out what's the right mountain they should be climbing, hear more of these campfire stories and conversations you're having? And of course, how can they find more about their inspired and purposeful lives? Well, first of all, thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be on the show. And this has been great. The best place to start is inspiredpurposecoach.com, where you can get, you can find the book, the podcast, pretty much everything there. But my book is also available on Amazon and you can find the the podcast, Virtual Campfire, on all of your platforms, basically all the podcasting platforms. And then from a social media perspective, you can find me pretty much everywhere. LinkedIn is the probably the predominant place where I show up. Man, I absolutely love that. And you're, you're putting out so much amazing content and so much stuff that's there helping leaders find the inspiration, find their purpose, and really get past that perfection paralysis that, that plagues so many people. So I want to thank you for coming on the show, Tony. Thank you for bringing that wisdom and all that value to us and keep up the good work, man. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I thank you so much for having me on the show. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com. 